Welcome to Paulas, a podcast about real life experiences from the mouths of legit working class people. Hiya! Hey up! I'm Selena. And I'm um, just a couple of Paulasses doing a podcast. Hiya! Hey up, love! You're right. Mate, I'm buzzing. Just watch Big Nasty Dinner. Or Nasty, I should say. Big Nasty. Makes me feel posh when I say nasty, does it you? Like. Oh, I think I'd just say Big Nasty. Even though it's his name and that's how you spell it with a R. Nasty. I think... Yeah, but I feel like that's how I'm saying it. Because I normally I'd say Nasty, but I'm just saying Nasty. So I, I just elongate that, that A. <laughs> like raspberry up. But then to be fair, in the North East, they say like plaster. So True. But I'm not got a North East accent, so... Yeah, I think your Mank accent takes it better than my yeah, Luxor like, for some reason. Big Nasty. Yeah, whereas I'm just like, it's either nasty or nasty. And nasty yeah, makes me feel posh. <laughs> I guess our, our A's are quite long anyway in, when you mank. Maybe, so it helps. Helps blend nicely. Well, yeah, so... I mean, yeah, so what you've been doing? So I watch Big Nasty. Yeah, because first of all, it's my favourite <laughs> and it's amazing. Yeah. But then I was like, oh my God, extra bonus, Sean Ryder's on it. Because every time Sean Ryder's on anything, I just buzz off it. Um, and then I went to see Eternals earlier and I'm just like fucking losing my mind. Oh yeah, I, I'd caught myself swearing then. And I was like, do you know what? This is the first episode we've done for a while. What's been just yeah. us? So I can talk yeah, all I talk. Uh... Yes! I'm just going to drop the C-bomb on, on the hour. Every hour. <laughs> On the hour, how long is it going to bloody be? Who knows, mate? Who knows with this particular um, Ordinarily, episode. I would ask you what you've had for your tea, but obviously it's technically 4.30 on a Saturday evening and um, we're not children or we're not parents of children. So we've not had our tea yet. No, devoured. We're going to get probably hungry towards the end of this as well because we have to have tea yeah. later. When we've done that before and, we, and then we just start like waffle, like we normally waffle shit, but then we start waffling like pure shit and it's like, what are we doing? We just need to go and eat. Go and eat some bloody food. Plus, right, it's Saturday night, which means it's treat tea. You can't mess about having like boring shit for your tea on a, sun- on a Saturday, can you? You've got to have good stuff. I don't know. I had, I had chippy last night, so I feel like that was my treat. Weekends don't mean anything to me. <laughs> Fair, Although, fair. Yeah, I've got some fancy cakes in to watch with Strictly. Yeah, so, well, there yeah. you go. There's your treat. It, you can't just have, yeah. like, Oliver Twist tea on a Saturday night. It's, <laughs> Twist do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like... Porridge with what? <laughs> yeah, Twist. like, when I talk to my mum and dad and they're like... <laughs> Honestly, as we know, Kaz and Al, they deserve their own show at Blackpool. But, like, one of the things I was talking to them overnight and they said, oh... We were going to go and get a quiche from Aldi. There's an Aldi behind their house, right? It's literally behind their house. We were going to go and get a quiche from Aldi, but then we just thought, oh, well, we'll just we'll just get some bits together um, and we'll just have that instead. And I'm like, do you love life? Like, what? You could go and get a quiche. It's, you could, like, reach your arm out the window and you're practically at Aldi. <laughs> Oh, oh, we'll just have some bits and shovel some shit together out. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, guys. I feel well. like once winter it's though, you are a bit like that. You're like, I have to leave the house. No, no. Big coat on to go outside. To walk about 10 steps, behave. If I had that, I'd be straight round, living, the, <laughs> living my best life. 
Jeez. Um, as you mentioned, this is our first podcast in ages. It's just us. Um, and I, I, you were like, let's do one. And I was like, yeah, and I had this idea. Basically, I wanted to call a podcast Live, Laugh, Love. <laughs> so you better, you better, when you upload them, you better give it that title because I'll be really sad if you don't. Um, the and the then, Live, Laugh, Love episode. Yeah, and then I felt like we've not really done one about like home, like, We've talked about like housing and like food, like things to do with the home, but not specifically like the decor of your home, which yeah. I think is going to be up there. We've had a lot of interest. I think it's going to be a, another a good one, like the food episode. Plus, you have just moved into, I was going to say, your forever home. <laughs> My forever home? What are we, Grand Designs? I don't know. Yeah, yeah is it not like... You're burying you know, me. It was You're like fucking burying me. I'm only 35, <laughs> forever home. <laughs> though um yeah i was like that's not the right term so i was like what better way than to have the third first podcast from your new house brand new house that's new no one's ever been there before except you your new house to do a live laugh love episode so here it is perfection perfection and me out when said that as well she's like oh and you've got a new building best thing about a new build is nobody's been in there you don't have to clean away years of other people being there that's you know it's all for you so we're like, okay, didn't really think about it like that, but yeah. And then uh, then I had this woman come around to measure up for blinds. And uh, she was saying, oh, there'll, there'll be nobody looking in, you know, because there's no one opposite. And then I <laughs> yeah. said to her, yeah, but oh, aside from the ghosts. And she went, aside from the ghosts, what do you mean? And I said, well, look, I live opposite a cemetery. And she goes, oh, I didn't even notice. <laughs> and she went, yeah. Well, anyway, when you get these blinds, the ghosts the ghosts won't be able to see in. And you like fully human me. I was like, yeah, you can be my mate. <laughs> Do you know what I was thinking? Then I was going to be like, you won't have any ghosts because it's new. But then I forgot you live opposite a cemetery. Also, you auntie went talking about that. It just made me think about um, my partner's house. Like when she moved in, I feel like the the family that lived before must have smoked like four hundred a day because. I've painted one of her ceilings, like scrubbed and painted one of her ceilings like 10 times and that those nicotine stains still come through. So at least you don't have that in your new house. Mate, it's true. Honestly, like, I think as well, oh, that, that was on my list for this episode as well. You know how you, some people in some houses, like, you just have the smoking room. Like, yeah. it, as if there's a way of thinking, oh, well, well, I'll just smoke in here and the whole house won't smell a six. It a hundred percent will. Like it's just your kitchen. <laughs> You've just got the door shut. Your kitchen. <laughs> we we like one tiny window open. I think we've all uh, we're all familiar with that one. Like the yellow walls, the yellow units, the yellow ceiling, yeah. the yellow furnishings. Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one room. It's just a smoking room. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So I feel like I want to start off. Like I think we're going to have some lols throughout this. But I want to start off with a serious, a serious subject. Go on then. Basically, you know, I feel like live, laugh, love is, it's a joke in it. It's a thing that people take the piss out of. It's something you say, you're like, you know, and you take the mick out of someone's home. And But I've, I've decided maybe in the past two years, maybe it was after, you know, like there was that year when everyone went back home for Christmas. And mm. it turned out they all had these massive houses with like big trees. And I'm like, yeah. you you people can't say live, laugh, love and laugh. The only people 
that are allowed to take the piss out of that are people that whose parents shop in B&M yeah so basically working class people like for example like I take the piss and people send me like someone sent me this amazing TikTok the other day I think it was in America where it was like this girl let let a friend come in the house and they literally went around every room to look at all the aspirational slogans on cushions and walls and like everywhere there was a sentence Um, and I'm like you know my mum she's a live laugh love she loves her like there's what I can't remember what one says one says to but like smile more or hug or you know last year a friend bought her this bottle that is like a pink bottle with a fake cork in the top and you press the bottom and it lights up oh and it's yes got, it's got some like slogan about friendship on it and that's like on our fireplace actually most of our worded things are on the fireplace <laughs> that's where or like hearts with words on you know and I, so i'm like i can take the piss because i live in this house <laughs> you can't take the piss so yeah so this is a public service announcement Unless you work in class, you can't take the piss out of live, laugh, love. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. Live, laugh, love is a class issue. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's what I'm trying to say. You yeah. know, we can all joke about, I don't know, make some funny memes about the white woman with the um, asymmetrical bob or the slanted bob. You know, it's gin o'clock, whatever. no. Unless you know that person in real life, you can't take the piss. Agreed. Agreed. And I think, like, so next, next is, like, to working class folks, next is posh. Yeah? Like, let's be real with that. Next is posh. Right. So posh people won't think that. But working class people, next is, like, top tier retail, innit? So also it's top tier um, catalogue account. Absolute. Get me that hardback next catalogue action (laughs) i fucking love the catalogue no messing going bankrupt was the worst thing for me in so many ways one of which couldn't have a catalogue no more but anyway i'd still go casbos and get that catalogue out and fold all them pages and be like mom have this but anyway so next is posh and next does have some live laugh love done it but i feel like it's on another tier it's like live, laugh, love, but I don't know, a little bit more aspirational. Whereas I feel like if you want your real decent, straight to the point, no messing about aspirational <laughs> phrases, you've got to go to B&M. It's all about B&M. B&M, they, they do the ones where like they'll probably get sued by whoever created live, laugh, love. Right. It's, it's like, but they're like jarg versions of live, laugh, love. Like, like B&M, if you want your skylines or your aspirational quotes, yeah what you can get it in b&m yeah um what's that thing where it's like it doesn't have power um solar right yeah you get your solar shit you've got like oh my mum loves solar shit yeah <laughs> you have like all your solar shit for back garden and that's you know it might be like a gnome with fucking live laugh love written on it it, it could be anything that b&m has got it B&M's the place for all that good stuff in it. But yeah, to go back to the point of like, whoever created Live, Laugh, Love might sue them, so it's like jarg versions. I feel like when you go in there, all the homewares, pretty much all the homewares has got a slogan on it, or it's got diamantes on it. I was going to say, oh, it's grey with diamantes, yeah. Or it's got like some kind of LED thing in it. So like, um, my mum's got this one, and do you know, 
my mum is a, a live laugh lover. I feel like we didn't need to say that. I feel like me and you both <laughs> did not need to say that we our parents are live laugh love people. Um, but <laughs> but they are. So anyway, spoiler alert. She's got this one in what used to be my bedroom, and it's do you know that like they paint stuff on wood? It looks like wood. It, it's not because it's very light, and it it can just go anywhere in your house. But it's this thing, and it, it says like. I, I'm not 100% correct, but it definitely doesn't make sense. And it's something like, dream it, be it, do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you remember probably once I went back home when she like decorated that room. Because, let you know, let's be honest, I went back a few times, didn't I, when my life got absolutely chucked in the bin a few times. And I lived back in Donny on a mattress on the floor in that room. Well, she made it into a guest room and I took a picture underneath it. Do you remember? <laughs> I sent it to you. <laughs> but anyway, dream it, be it, do it, or something like that, which doesn't even make any sense. But what what I love the most about it is people are going in and thinking, that's me, that. That is a bit of me, that. I am having that for my house. And you know what, right? You know why it's a class issue? And it's not just because it's like you can't laugh because people genuinely want this stuff in their house, like our mums. It's because, you know, life's shit when you work in class. Yeah. So they want they want some kind of like happiness or escapism, basically. Yeah. So let them have it and stop taking the piss. Yeah, I'll take exactly. The piss. You can't take the piss. We can sit here doing it and we can talk with all of our fellow working class alumni. <laughs> but if you're outside of that, no. What's it fair, right? I like words on the wall, just not those words. You know, I mean, so yeah, I'm just I'm, a modern day version. I'm not about to buy Live, Laugh, Love. Oh, I should probably <laughs> say that when I moved in here, so the first gift, the first like housewarming gift that I got when I moved into this new house was from my mum's mate, Deb, who actually she's called Auntie Deb, but she's my mum's mate. <laughs> We're not relatives. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Yeah, she used to live next door to me in the first house we had. Anyway, so it's like... Um, like the words are sewn onto a canvas and it's in a grey frame and it says life is dot 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 too short to worry have fun fall in love regret nothing and don't let people bring you down so yeah to your point selena it's just like nice stuff in it it's just like feel feel good good. yeah when you switch on the telly and all you hear is tory cuts and food banks and (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. So, you know what? <laughs> Sorry. Just, I was just laughing at that gift just because it's it's quite a long... It's like quite a wordy one, isn't it? Yeah, it's not it's not straight and punchy like Live, Laugh, Love. It's, <laughs> it's a full-on, you know, testament to bloody... You know, and I will put it up. I will put it up in South. And do you remember we had, um, we had a chat a while back, I think, with Kathleen, and we were saying about, um, like, mam decor... Because obviously yeah. Kathleen is a mum, but Kathleen is a middle class mum or grew up middle class, right? So like, and and you know, long term listeners of the podcast will have heard her in the episode that we featured her in. But we were talking then about um, like live, laugh, love, and, and and all that sort of stuff and and mum decor. So what it was was like, even when we were talking about this, we both had examples of variations of live, laugh, love in our house. Like, I've got that one. Do you remember where it's like, it's like house rules? (laughs) (laughs) 
and I got it. I'm, I'm pretty sure I got it from Donnell, another classic. Yeah. And it's um something like uh, house rules. Um, abs- oh, it was like hugs and smiles and laughs are welcome. Um, warm fuzzy feelings are a must. It's something like that. <laughs> I'm even cringing as I say it, but I actually love it. And it's written in like a diner. It looks like a diner kind of font thing. And I yeah. still have that up in my house today, and I will put it back in this one, in this new house. Um, and, yeah, there are certain things I just think... I think you're right, to be honest. Just, just like, nice little reminders around your house. Yeah, because everybody puts things up on their walls that they, that makes them feel good. That's basically what putting stuff up on your walls in a house is about. It's just that it differs from people to people. Also, I've just decided that... Um, I'm going to call Dunelm the B&M for working class people with cars. Mate, fair news, fair news. Because I've only ever been to Dunelm twice, once, and that was in the past two years, you know, when we were struggling for things to do. My sister took us to Dunelm because she has a car. We don't have a car. Absolutely. And I've never been before because they're always on retail parks, aren't they? Yeah. Always next to a big road. B&M's literally across the road from my house. Um, do you know what else I want to say? Which I compl- we didn't. None of us had put on our list of things we want to talk about, and I, what were we thinking? And then you talking about the next catalogue totally reminded me. Just basically, how many? Well, there's kind of things like how many things in your house are new, which you mentioned we, you were talking about before we did the podcast. But also, how many things in your house are actually fully paid for? <laughs> so, like most <laughs> of my house, I remember when my mum got like. It's not the rug we've got now, rug before. And that was, she was like, it's the first thing I've ever bought myself out of my own money that's brand new. So this is this is only probably going back like six years, you mm. know, and she's, she's in her 60s. And you're just like, it's the first thing ever. Like before, like when we had a cooker, we'd like borrow money off my nan or, but basically there was a time when we got a lot of our stuff. I remember we got a fridge, maybe a sofa and something else from, um, it was called Crazy George's back then. Which oh, I, then I, I already know Bright the House. vibe. <laughs> yeah, I think it then became Bright House. Um, and it was like in Middleton Arndale. And I used to go, there's the one of them, it had this smeg fridge there, posh. But oh, the dream, like, the dream. Like a New York skyline on. We were like, we want that one. We didn't get that one. But yeah, and then I distinctly remember like a lot of our stuff came from Crazy George's. Because you couldn't just outright afford to buy like a sofa because they're fucking expensive or a telly or a fridge. Um, but then we'd always be hiding when they used to come and collect. You know, it was like, what, like £2.50 a week for like 400 years. And you're being, like, for the end of time, for your grandkids. Yeah. You're like, oh, look, it's only this much. Oh, I'll have to pay £2.50 a week for like my life and end up paying like £900 for a fridge. Um, but yeah, and then we used to ignore the door. And then I remember one time we were at Asda. And we're like, oh, there's the man that works at Crazy George's. Don't let him see us. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. We never answered the door because we never can afford to pay. For, uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's like, how many things in your home were not... Because I know like now, buying secondhand stuff's cool. You know, reclaimed furniture. Um, but yeah, like, what? Like, well, I've not paid for that. Or, you know, ordering your soft furnishings from the catalogue. Well, never paid for it. I think... To stick with that point of like buying secondhand stuff is like what posh people do. Yeah, like I am nouveau riche, as you know. 
and I feel like I've always wanted to be nouveau riche. That's been my absolute goal in life. Yeah, yeah you are. You are the most nouveau riche person in my life. I've <laughs> always wanted to be nouveau riche, and I, I feel like now I can say I am. I feel like I'm, I'm you comfortable. Reach that potential. <laughs> yeah, like it was aspirational before, but now I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I am now. <laughs> so I, I never buy out secondhand. I, like, and I. I don't know whether it comes from a thing of like, do you know when you always have hand-me-downs? Yeah. So uh, then you're like, if you buy stuff, you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm buying stuff for me. Like, that's amazing. I want it just to be me. I think it might come from that, but I don't know. Well, I think, no, I think it does. And I think, like, I love second-hand shit, but I love old shit. Um, yeah. And I'd like, you know, if I had money, I'd be like, you know, you'd want to like shop around for second-hand things. But really, that's 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 bullshit um but yeah and like i think maybe from where my mum grew up which is on a farm like her her aesthetic is quite like old woody so she likes secondhand shit and my sister likes secondhand shit my brother's probably the most nouveau riche out of all of us oh for sure he is (laughs) you know he's like he'd have like this clean like house with like where we'd all have we'd all still have loads of tat in it me and my sister and we'd have a lot of tat um but there's this idea that you should just be happy to have secondhand things because they're cheaper when you when you're working class. But then you don't like with clothes. I think because I was like a weirdo as a teenager, I liked it. But then before that, when I was a bit younger, I didn't want to be seen as like looking like a scruff or having yeah. hand me downs or dirty things. So it's that weird thing that people love to project that. But it's like, but when you don't want to look like you've got no money buying secondhand buys into that so it's a bit like yeah, yeah. you know <clears throat> like we had secondhand furniture because we couldn't afford new furniture but I wasn't fussed but if I had something that didn't look but that's in my house but when I was like probably like in primary school you know before I like stopped giving as much of a fuck I didn't want to look like I had no money and that's another thing I think my that whole idea that all working class houses are dirty and people don't clean and that, I think that my mum also said that like growing up her house wasn't the cleanest so she's like obsessed with making sure you know having 50 plugins <laughs> yes <laughs> plugins yes Jenny we're the sort of house that has three different sponges for washing up that's the sort of mum I've got you know this one's for glasses this one's for pots and that's one's for greasy pans you know that's the level of like she doesn't want people to think just because we've got no money that we so I think not being seen like we've got no money that was a very long-winded way but yeah but yeah I think it goes back to you know when we were talking about food and we were saying like brands or whatever sometimes it's like yeah we can't afford much but we're having the Heinz beans do you know what I mean like yeah sometimes like well I want that thing and then when people judge you because you've got a big telly if I want a fucking big telly I'm having one if most of my like hobby or social activity is watching telly then i want to invest in a big telly yeah and even if it does cost 13 pound a week for infinity weeks <laughs> you, that's what you're gonna do and i think you know being um being a kid and being a teenager everything that i wore unless it was i don't know like a thing that it couldn't be judged do you know what I mean? Everything else would be like, I want that brand. And I think that's why working class people buy brands as well, isn't it? Because, yeah. I mean, you, I think you don't always have that 
like conscious consciousness conscience one of them words right <laughs> i should i should know which word but i can't think um you don't understand dear like what is like viewed as being tacky or cheap no, you know think... like um you know certain brands for example people would not wear because they'd be like to use that horrible word that's chavy what people would yeah. say in it right but when you are that chav <laughs> you're like this is expensive do you know what I mean? I am paying a lot of money every week to wear this brand that I feel really expensive and posh in. So yeah, I think you've got like think... them two different views. Yeah, and like I said, like I like old secondhand stuff, but I don't want someone to tell me that's all I'm allowed to to buy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like that's my choice. Yeah. But exactly. And sometimes it wasn't a choice, but I don't want. It's that like. Yeah, it's that weird. You can't police my my spending. Which everybody loves to do. But yeah, yeah. to go back to like house stuff as well, there, there are things that like I will buy new, like obviously an absolute Ikea fiend. And I'm like obsessed with all them different places at minute what you can buy things that look super expensive, but they're like very nouveau riche, right? So Selena, I've got to send you a picture of this new stool I've got, right? <laughs> because it's like, if you imagine like a gold, I mean, it's obviously not real gold, right? But gold, like twisty bottom. And then the stool part is like really long, fake white, fl- like fur. <laughs> yeah, it's like, look at It's insane. Uh, like it's, it's fully nouveau riche. Like I'm so impressed with it. And every time I walk past it, I'm like, yeah, this is my house. This is my fucking cool shit. Like, <laughs> I am buzzing about having my house with that in it. But so I've got all these like new things. But the things that um that I love that I take from house to house that I've had for years and years is the stuff that I get from family. And it is usually tat. Like the probably the one thing that was pricey at the time is um do you know how nans always have pot stuff? Well, to be fair, it's not just nans, but I feel like it's a, maybe a bit of a generational thing now. I'm not sure if, you know, <laughs> at our age now, we're getting close to being fucking nans. I don't know. <laughs> like, I just keep getting older. Soon I'm going to be a nan myself. And I, I'm not sure if we'd have pot stuff in the same way that nans did when we were kids. But anyway, so you'll have seen my lady lamp, Selena. I've had it for, God, since my nan died, basically. So my nan died in... Um, 1999 no 2009 and um everything in her house was like my absolute favorite like when i picture you know like cozy nice family memories they're always in her house and she had like wood panel walls and like she had um like a fake phone box in a front room do you know like an old fashioned like fake phone booth do you know what i'm saying do you remember that right so do you remember them and then she also had a fake outside light in the front room. Do you remember them? Oh they God, still yeah. exist. Like, but you don't see them as much. But, you know, like them gold-plated fake outside. Like a singing in the rain one. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I know, one of them. Like a fancy, yeah. Yeah, she had one of them. And uh, she just had all the best stuff. So when I, as soon as we started talking about this episode, I was like, oh my God, it's just my nan's house. Um, I've got a load of pictures of her sat in the front room as well that I can I can share. But 
Um, so the thing that I've got, I've got a bunch of little bits, but the main thing from her house is I've got this lady lamp. And it's a proper pot lamp and it still works and it's got like a gold thing coming like up the back of this pot lady. So she's like Victorian or something, I don't know. Um, and she's got a, a pot umbrella and like a fancy outfit on. And there's a, a gold thing that comes behind and it makes um, the umbrella into a lamp. And it's like, honestly, absolutely beautiful. And Sheila paid some money for that back in the day, right? So, and, and I love it. It's been with me in so many houses since 2009 and I love it. And it doesn't go with anything. And I'm not bothered that it doesn't go with anything. It's just my absolute favourite. So anyway, there's that. I've also got this little bronze and it's proper heavy. It's like, I don't know, it, it's crazy heavy, but it's a little tiny cat with its tail in the air. And I used to play with that as a kid as well. And I think there are certain things that are like second and third and whatever it is, you've got an attachment you've got an attachment with, do you know? And you'll just keep taking it around with you forever. Um but yeah, in terms of furniture, like everything I have is new because I've got I've got this whole like nouveau riche thing where I'm like, I want things to just be like me and it and it's mine. I don't know, I don't know where it comes from, but anyway, maybe people think I'm a prick for saying that, but it's true anyway, it's what it is. But, um, yeah, I think to stay on that topic as well, like, what, like, when you were a kid, Selena, like, what, what was the decor that you remember? Whether it were, like, grandparents' house or your house growing up, like, what, what were the picture for you? Right, so, because I think, because obviously you mentioned grandparents' house, there was a lot of talk that people, people were in their inboxes. Um, so, like, my nan's house... I think a lot of people, a lot of people mention like ceramic pot animals. Yeah. So they had they had a dresser with like these Shire horses on. I loved that. Yes. And one there was like two single ones. I think one that had like a caravan that it was trailing. But I just thought because as well, my my nan used to collect frogs, but I don't think that was like really into it. And my granddad collected pigs, so he was. A, oh, I remember them pigs. I remember all them collectible pigs. We all themes. No, they, they weren't them. They were literally like just rants. Like, I think this explains why I, because I've got like a mushroom, like an ornamental mushroom collection. I've got, actually, I've got several. I've got, <laughs> I got a lot of collections. I'm a collector. I'm a collector. Um, no, they, they weren't like specific. They were all just different pigs. I think he, he loved pigs, even though I think he's killed a few in his time. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, he grew up on a farm, but he loved pigs like and my nan still got that now and my granddad was also he made a lot of wooden furniture so there's a few things in my house now that are like my toilet roll holder my kitchen roll holder some stools um like corner units like little corner shelves he made a lot of them so all these pigs they're still in my nan's house now even though my granddad died like i don't know how many years ago 15 years ago um so pigs so he had his pig collection you know like little all different pigs like pig postcards or pigs um and then they also had golden like the gold shoe um horseshoes on a leather strap bridal oh, yeah. but again i just thought all that was because they were in the country and they grew up on a farm um but yeah so like i loved all of that stuff you know because it's that stuff it's, it's that thing isn't it where you want to touch it but you know it's precious so you can't touch it yeah look don't touch um, <laughs> yeah because it's all like, because especially when you're like older people, they don't have kids lived in the house, so everything's like just so in its place. And you, you, all the grandkids descend, and you're like, ooh, ooh and you're like, oh, I want to touch it. Um, also, I think, do we have it now? I think we do. My granddad had this little tiny mustard pot. 
that was like really small round little dish like yellow with a black lid um and a tiny yellow spoon that he ate his mustard with i think we have that oh, maybe Cute. We don't, but that is that's definitely something that i want and something that i've got was like what was on the kitchen wall was this wooden thing that had an, a tile on it that had um mushrooms like orange and yellow mushrooms on and i think it there's a knife that's i think it's a cheese board the knife magnetically sticks to it <laughs> um, yes. so i've got that that was one thing i was like as a kid i was like wow maybe that's where my love of my, my ornamental mushroom collection came from that is. Um, so yeah so my, my nan's house was very much like kind of you know printed carpet printed not matching printed city which i think a lot of people's had there's a dresser with all these like fancy glasses on that you only got out christmas con unit a big clock that when you'd go to your nan's house there'd be no noise and all you do was this clock going yes yeah Kelly in the card you know like a classic of that era house and then my grandma's house and my dad's mum is a very i think a very classic um caribbean family come to the uk house because i've i've seen other people's houses um where there's two rooms and the front room has there's like a plastic runner in your hall so you don't tread mud in the door yeah. front door's never locked even though you're living in like middle of manchester it's never locked <laughs> anyone just walks in and then you have the front room which has a sofa that possibly has plastic on but nobody sits on you only sit on it when it's like a family do and then they, again they have that dresser with the fancy glassware and you know pottery that you don't ever use unless it's christmas i don't know um and then like the back room's also got a sofa so there's two sofas i think that's traditional in a caribbean household um the kitchen has it just like pots everywhere because there's a like non-stop cooking um but yeah the walls there is not a space on the wall because every space is taken by a family photograph yes and then there's a bible left open on a stool and then at christmas the black jesus nativity comes out on top of the fire yes <laughs> but yeah like there's literally not one space for the wall because it is just full of like the ever-growing family photographs um yeah so i always yeah that was always a it was like they were both like you could tell they were old people's houses but you could t see a, a huge difference even though they were similar i always found do you know what reminded me then it's been a while since i've seen them plastic runners on floors but that used to be such a thing I remember yeah. that in so many houses, them plastic runners, because they were slidey as out. They, were, they weren't even practical, <laughs> they were slidey as out. And then... Um, but then you couldn't even see the carpet underneath because they had those weird lines and those weird, like, dots on them. I don't know. Yeah. I guess it was so you didn't, like, make your carpet in your hall, muddy. Yeah, absolute mental accident frenzy. But um, also it were making me think then about when you've got family pictures on wall... There's no, like, audit that takes place, is there? It's not like, right, you know, that, that kid is now 42 years old. No. Maybe we, we take their year two school photograph down. No. Every grandkid, just, every you kid... You just somehow make space. <laughs> yeah, every, like, kid who used to live down the street, everyone, every single school photograph from the beginning of time <laughs> just stays there. No audit, no audit needed. The lot on display. I think, as well in my grandma's, which was a, very different, um, they always had a massive stereo that was always playing music, which is like my house, whereas my nana's house 
Did they have a music? They had like, oh, actually, they had like a little radio in the kitchen where my granddad listened to, but like music was more prevalent in my grandma's house than in my, my nana's house. But I think my house growing up um, is very, it's always been very matchy matchy. My mum loves to fucking decorate. So there was always yeah, there was a, a pic there was there was always a picture of a, a room that had nothing on the walls because she was decorating. Like she's fucking up like some people I know go to their parents' house, they're like, Oh, it's not changed since like I was born in like nineteen eighty four and I'm like, Oh well, she does one room and then she like she's a serial decorator. So yeah. I remember in my kids' room growing up in my old house, we had chip obviously chipboard um fucking chip wood wallpaper everywhere which is like the devil of wallpaper yeah <laughs> and then that like, she'd done this like stipple like sponging effect oh <laughs> like pink, pink and blue sponging effect like this soft pastel vibe um but yeah so basically she's you know i now can do a lot of diy but she wallpapered she painted i've laid carpets we've laid laminate floor we've built furniture um and what I always think about my house and my my mum's serial decorating obsession is that I always thought it mad that if you wanted... Because we live in a um, housing association house, so we've had a bathroom fitted once and we've had a kitchen fitted twice in the 30 years that we've been here, and that was like a fight. But you know how people just go like, I'm getting the kitchen done, and then they'd someone would come in and do the kitchen... That blows my mind, and I'm like, what? Because we're just like, right, I'm going to decorate. I'm going to do this really bad job, this botched job of decorating this thing. Um, but, yeah, but I, I always had, because she loves to decorate, you know when you had your school books? Um, I always had spare wallpaper to... Um, <laughs> yeah, we had that as well. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember one year... Padded wallpaper. She got, got this Jeff Banks wallpaper, and I was really into the clothes show, and Jeff Banks was on that. And I used to, I went into school, and I was like, yeah, it's Jeff Banks. And I was like... I was like posh because I had Jeff Banks wallpaper on my like fucking maths book. Interior design legend. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so as much as she's a serial decorator, um, I love that she's got she's very impatient, so she'll just you know, before you could do a YouTube tutorial, she'd be like, No one's going to do this, I'm just gonna do it myself and would just like I don't know, yeah, wallpaper, lay floors, you know, do do mad shit. Which she is, is good. Master. I could do that shit now, so Every time I come round, your front room's different. Yeah, she's, she, I don't know what's wrong with her. She, but she, as she's got older, she doesn't finish her room. Like, you know, like tiny bit, like, oh, I've not put the beading on, or I've not painted that bit, or I've not, oh, I needed to get that. But then she, she'll be impatient and go, I've moved on to the next room now. So every room's like slightly <laughs> not quite finished. <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me laugh. Well, in, in our house, like, my dad um, wouldn't trade his whole life, right? So, as any kid who's got a parent who were in trade or a family member, there's like this constant passive-aggressive comment about how they're supposed to have done this job about eight years ago and they still haven't <laughs> done it. <laughs> so my dad has done everybody's kitchen, bathroom, put curtain rails up, build stuff for them, lays all carpets. Do you know what I mean? He does everyone's jobs in every house. And... Um, like still now he's retired now and he's and he's still out there doing oh yeah and I've got to go and do this and I'm oh I'll ring him up sometimes and he's like oh yeah I'm just round Debs and I'm I'm putting this new wallpaper all around at Debs or like so and so's had a flood so I'm putting <laughs> I'm doing a bit of plastering <laughs> but like yeah my mum will be always passive aggressive about it like 
when she come round yeah exactly when he come round here like when I first moved in he were doing all jobs for me and that and uh, she's like well oh well it's alright round here innit you're getting all your jobs done but I'm still waiting on a bloody bathroom cabinet for the last 15 years (laughs) (laughs) he was supposed to be making me a bloody uh, shelf in my kitchen for the last 20 years but yeah that's that's how my mum always comes out with it but yeah my dad um in the house that they're in now that I think I wore about five year yeah so they'll have been in the house 30 year now so similar time with you um and they uh like so much of the stuff in the house is just built by my dad like he built all of the stuff in the bathroom including the bath panel the bath she- bathroom shelves the mirror the cabinets the toilet roll holders and everything everything is just what my dad did in, in garage you know like all made out of wood yeah. And they never painted it, so it's just the same colour wood as well. And then, like, a few years back, I think my mum my loves a property show, and they decided to just paint everything blue. Do like a sky blue, like a sea blue. <laughs> yeah. And then she went and got a load of matching, like, um, nautical accessories as well to go with all this, like, blue wood. I love a bathroom. You know, yeah. we've got, like, little wooden fish. And yeah, then all that stuff. And then, like, some shells and a little bottle that's got a shell lid. Yep. Oh, mate, do you remember them trays full of, like, shells? That's another thing as well that's very working class, isn't it? Bowls of stuff. like <laughs> Bowls of stuff that gets dusty. Yeah, bowls of shells. Like, you go away, someone goes on holiday, you come back, you get a bowl of shells. And that bowl of shells is on display for 45 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't, don't even know who brought it back. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, bowls of it, pot puree, pot puree, I don't know how you say it. Yeah. Like, bowls of that. Yeah. Everywhere. You can't have that with animals. That soon becomes a problem. You have to put them higher up. But yeah, bowls of stuff. Little kids. Yeah, like if you go round, it's always, oh, do you want some crisps? And then it'll come to you in a bowl on the table. (laughs) Putting things in bowls, working class. I think it is, you know. I think it is. (laughs) Maybe it's like what working class people think posh people do, put shit in bowls. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably is. Oh, we can't eat from a packet. Yeah, I'll put it in a bowl. But uh, yeah, speaking of like having um, just stuff in your house that appears from outside of the house, like we were talking earlier and quite a few people on Instagram and stuff had said, like the, the whole thing of people coming back from holiday and bringing you something. And then it just stays in your house forever. So, so many people have talked about, do you know, like, you get them, if someone went to Spain, they'd always come back with, like, maracas. Or, like, one of them little... A sombrero. Yeah. Postcard with a, with a flamenco dancer on, but addresses 3D textiles. <laughs> yeah, or, like, one of them little mini statues of a flamenco lady. And, um, yeah, just... Or a fan. You can hang Or a fan. Oh, my God, I've yeah. Just, just, uh, just remembered... Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll come back. Carry on. No, you carry on. Just having them fans on a wall. I remember like so many houses that I my mates and stuff that I went round and people would just have them fans on the wall. <laughs> like absolute decoration of the fans. Or even in them cabinets that everybody has that have got glass on the front. You know, like a wood yeah. cabinet in kitchen and they've yeah. always got stuff in. That'd have a fan in it, wouldn't it? From like, I don't know, Grand Canaria or whatever. But um, yeah, the, the other thing I was going to say relating to that is... Just stuff from holidays and it, how it often 
culminates in your in your kitchen but mostly on your fridge so like having magnets from all the way around the world or postcards or just random stuff i feel like you never yeah you never go to a, a middle class house really and they have stuff on the fridge but a working class house is peppered with like years and years of shit on a fridge isn't it yeah shit on a fridge We've and even if you get a new fridge well. yeah boiler boiler as well and like even if you get a new boiler or a new fridge it goes back on it i feel like in like posh houses you won't even see the boilers <laughs> but in working class houses the boiler's like the ugliest thing yeah in whatever yeah, it's yeah. like the kitchen and then you draw attention to it by sticking <laughs> loads of shit on it <laughs> yeah like some multicolored um like mini collage on like the spelling out of the country's name do you know what I mean? It's like that, isn't it? A flip-flop, yeah. Like a flip Shells. Do you know what? I've just felt that, and I feel like maybe a few people have said it, but they've said it in relation to, like, their grandparents' house. But I didn't realise it until... So my partner comes to my... She's been to my house, been in my room, and she's been to my sister's house, and she went, you all love a decorative plate, right? So I'm sat here now, and I've got two... They're like... I don't know, one plate's... I think they're both like vintagey plates, but I've got two decorative plates. You know when you put them on them little plate holders and hang them yeah. on the wall? Yeah. Growing up, we always had little plates. My mum used to get little ones that she'd put on a plate stand, like miniature plates, decorative plates, and we've got some on the wall. And my sister's got an entire wall in her living room that's decorative plates, like one she's got from charity shops, things like that. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, you all just have... Like, I didn't think it was a thing until she pointed it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, we do all love a, a decorative plate. So is putting plates on you all, is that also a working class thing? I think it is. And it's them types of plates as well. Like, them ones that you used to send off for. Like, in, in my mum's house and also a bunch of other people's mum's house, like, it would always be them ones that had, like, Irish proverbs on them. Or like in you know in the shape of something, or yeah. in, in in the spirit of writing stuff on things, <laughs> there'd be usually some Irish stuff on it. To be fair, in my nan's house, my mum's mum, they had like a few plates that had flowers on, but they had holes around the side. I remember because one time my granddad was weaving ribbon, we 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 reweaving ribbon through it. They also mm. had a lot of corn corn dollies, corn doilies. Because uh, my granddad used to make, you know, things made out of, like, straw. Yeah. Like, he'd made, like, a, a web and put a butterfly on it and, like, one that looked like a an umbrella with f- dried fruit. So they had a lot of that stuff because he'd make a lot of that. And, like, lavender bags and things like that. But then, um, what was I talking about? Decorative place I was going about. Um, yeah, so I wonder if, like, that comes down from like my mum grew up with decorative plates then she had decorative plates then we have decorative plates if that if that's where it comes from maybe and like you know when we're talking about things that remind you of like people who who've died since like like that you know i won't go into a shop right and buy that lady lamp but i love it because it's my nan's maybe it's a thing like that you know where it takes you back and you think it's just like a nice comforting thing from being a kid I and think, you just yeah. keep putting them up. They also had um, slogans of like Yorkshire sayings on as well, which were like kind of <laughs> on plates. <laughs> the classic. Like, like, can, what is it like that? Like, you can tell a Yorkshire. What is it? That one that's like, well, you can't. I can't remember what it is. But yeah, some, some funny Yorkshire sayings. 
But I don't, yeah, but I just like decorative plates. To me, they're just like another form of picture that you hang on your wall. But I hadn't really thought about it. And then I'm like, now I start going in people's houses and like, did they have plates hung on the wall? Plates well, and bowls. Do you remember when, uh, you know, when we were talking a while back about um, the them plates and I put it on the, I put it on our Instagram a while back, one of them Irish plates, what my mum has on wall. And um, I said to me and my dad, oh yeah, like, did, did you know it's like a working class thing? We've talked before, haven't we, about sometimes you can't talk to your working class relatives about being working class because you feel like you don't want to be offensive. You don't want them to feel like we're taking the piss or, you know, do you know what I mean? It's like not always a... People don't always see themselves as working class and they don't want to think about yeah. it that way. So it's not always an open conversation. But, like, my parents know that we do this. Like, they, they don't call it poor last. They'll go... She does this podcast RM with her friend Selena. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Your podcast, are you? But they don't talk about what it is. But uh, my auntie follows the Instagram and like, do you know what I mean? They know they know that we talk about it anyway. But when I was saying, oh, did you know that it's like a working class thing to have these Irish plates on wall? My dad goes, well, what do posh people have? Art. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought. Actually, yeah, probably, isn't it? Do you like like big paintings and shit? But to me, the decorative plates are art. So, but you know, like when my dad says art, that's what he means. He means <laughs> like he a bloody. Do you know like that uh, that house that they move into on Casper I mean, or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> like like, a big mansion. I do. I actually should have spoke about the things that my mum has on the wall. So she has decorative plates because you know, like I've been in people's houses and they have like w- like their parents have like watercolors. Yeah, that's like it. Art, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, or like a yacht. I don't know. Yeah. My mum's got so we've got decorative plates. Two of them are mine with cats on that my friend bought me, but I have got no room. And then I don't. We've t- then there's like a, a row of like kids drawings that we did when we were kids. And then I think it's gone now. But for years she had this like newspaper, sorry, a newspaper cutout from the, it was from the newspaper in a clip frame because you know it was once the nineties and everything was in a clip frame. Yeah, <laughs> of Colin Jackson naked, <laughs> doing, doing yes. like a pose, and then we've also we've still got on the wall. There's this little baby dressed as a bee. It's an Angedis postcard. Do you remember oh, Angedis? Yeah. yeah, and then I think there was one of like this black man holding a baby in his hand. I don't know, like really <laughs> weird shit. <laughs> like, like Colin Jackson naked from a newspaper in a clip frame was what we've had on our living room wall. I don't think it's there anymore. No, it's gone. She's replaced it with lots of hearts. We have actually, to be fair, she's got lots of fl- flowers and stuff now, lots of bees. So she's got a bit like you know, a bit more abstract. Love it. But yeah, just this newspaper cutting of a naked Colin Jackson. That I can't believe I've never seen that. I don't think it's been down that long. It, it, it looks like a, like an arty picture of like a naked <laughs> man. You know, it's in black and white, and he's just doing this like power stance. Of course he is. He's actually cut from a newspaper. Bloody love that. That's very just seventeen. That she got um, there was a loon. This is years ago. There was a travel agent near us, and they had it was um, what's his name? Patrick. He used to be in Casually. I can't think of his name. Patrick Robinson. I know what you mean. Yeah. Ashing Casually. She she fancied him, (laughs) and they had. He he used to be like the face of Thompson. You know Thompson Holiday. (laughs) And they had, like, a oh, yes. poster, and then she went and asked it, and then she had it up in her room for years. Mate. <laughs> this picture of Patrick. Is there any? And now I look around my room and think, it all makes sense. There you go. <laughs> Jin is an icon, man. Yeah. 
She's an interior designer, I can't. Well, you know, I feel like at one point, I remember one point we had our house was like bright blue and bright yellow. Like a navy, no, like a navy blue and yellow. I think this was like peak changing rooms where she went a bit like, not, you know, she, she liked quite florals and quite cottagey style. But I think she went a bit wild in the 90s. Well, it was, I look back at them pictures and I was like, what were we thinking? That is fucking horrendous. When I think of your house, and I, I always think that Ginny is also a fan of the mood lighting like I am. Which I appreciate. Yeah. She likes a plug-in also. My, yeah. One of my main loves. But yeah, the ambience set by a plug-in and a, a lamp on a dim setting. Well, Oof, can't beat it. I was, that's another thing I think people have brought up. And I was, I hate it when I go to someone's house and they don't have any lamps. No, you can't no, have the big it, light on. It's offensive. No. Like, I've been to people's houses before, and then we sat watching telly, and even in the big lights, it's hurting my eyeballs, because the big lights on just the too big much. Like, where are your lamps? We've got at least five lamps in our in our two downstairs rooms, because it's like yeah. a room. We've got, And then she's got that LED around the back of the telly now. Of course <laughs> she has, and color. I love it. But, yeah, but it's that whole thing, in it? You know, that's a classic working class saying, oh, it's like Blackpool and Illuminations in here. Yeah. When you've got... Everything. Big lighter. What's big lighter? Honestly, I remember... Um, put big light on. You only put big light on if you're looking for something. Yeah. Yeah, Don't exactly. You? Like, when you've dropped something, <laughs> or you're like, look at this, or you can't... Yeah, yeah. Or you're showing something off, that's when you put the big light on. Otherwise, you put your lamps on. Yeah, like, and I, I think, like, people think that it, it came from... Or it's to do with you don't want to pay the bills, like, it's more expensive. But, like... The fact is, having I found this out as well. I can't remember who told me it, but anyway, it's really not that expensive to put a big light on. But I think it's more nowadays to do with it's just a bit of a vibe. Like you don't want a big light on. Yeah, you want to get cozy. Also, if you don't have a big light on, you can hide when things are a bit of a mess, isn't it? Yeah, you can't see. Someone's knocking on the door. You can. There's another one. There's another. Yeah. There's a lot of benefits to this, but yeah, it's just weird when people have a big light on. It just makes me like a bit on edge. I don't like it. It makes it makes me on edge. You're a bit like, <laughs> what is going on? But I think um, I feel like my grandma's house liked the big light a lot, and it was always really hot. The, the, you know, like middle of summer, and the the, the thermostat's on full, and you're like, I know, yeah. you're like you left Jamaica a long time ago. Now you should have acclimatized to the UK. <laughs> what is going on? Um, but no, yeah, but people, weirdly enough, I feel like the people that come to my house, right, so obviously we have the mood lighting, but then my mum's also a fan of leaving the the stairs lighting on. So when you go upstairs, you see where you're going. She likes to leave a lot of lights on in rooms. And the people always come to my house, usually middle class people turn every light off in every room. And I'm like, I'll just leave it on. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, no, my mum just wants it on. <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's definitely not about utility bills because she likes to leave a light on and the only people that ever turn lights off in my house are middle class people yeah it's just a vibe i don't i don't know what the thing is but it's a vibe i'm the exact same with that i always have the landing light on i just have it on dimmed yeah so you walk into a room you've got some mood lighting but it's not pitch black you know yeah exactly and you know let's take that to another nice phrase seeing as though we just use the big light let's now talk about the phrase, were you born in a barn, you? <laughs> See that? Now I think that, that is to do with utility bills. That absolutely so, is to do with electric, eating. Yeah. Whatever, I'll, I don't care. Like, 
you can put the big light on, but I'd rather you didn't. But I'm going to have 50 lamps on that's going to burn up the electric. Yeah. Or, like, what's the point in putting the heating on if you're just going to throw it out the window if you keep it on the doors open? Yeah. But also, I don't know, I feel like there's two types of working class houses. Ones that are freezing cold because they're too tight to put the heating on <laughs> and they put a jumper on. Which is that? I feel like you did. Your dad was like that when you went back home. That's my dad, and he's like that now. And we talked about this from last Christmas because I went back, you know, because it was COVID, so I went back for like two nights, and it was like, oh my god, first time I've like stayed over at someone's house for time. And I was living in that old house in Rodley, and it was an old house, and it didn't have a thermostat, and you had to physically, oh my god, imagine you had to physically go and turn the heating on at the wall, and it had one setting. It was like full on heating or no heating. And so I was getting a bit used to that lifestyle, do you know what I mean? And then I went back to Bloody Al's house. And I honestly, I had I am a kid who I do not get cold very easily. And I think it's because I'd grew up in Al's house. Because we never had eating on. We would get to the point where we'd have so many layers on, plus a sleeping bag, plus an hand scarf on, plus a blanket before he'd put eating on. And and I almost forgot because like I say, I, I'm I'm pretty warm. I'm the person who's like, can we turn eating off? Mate, it's too hot in here. And I went to my dad's last Christmas and it was insane. It was uncomfortable. My nose hurt and my fingers hurt and I were like layered up and in a blanket. So some things See, just don't change. That's the thing. It's like you either have heat. So we're a house that has a lot of heating on all the time. Cause then, so then I was like, maybe it's a Yorkshire thing. <laughs> Because Mabs. the houses I've been to that are very cold are working class Yorkshire. But then my mum is working class Yorkshire. But then yeah, I mean that's Scouse. So yeah, got an excuse. If she grew up in like because she grew up in a farmhouse with like rattly windows, that she's loves the heating now. But yeah, I think there's there's no middle ground. You either you're freezing or you're just sweating all the time. So my yeah. house is definitely like you. We're like. Oh, it's a bit chilly. Like, it's not even cold. Put the heating on. Yeah, put the heating on. I think, like, you can observe people's ways as well. Like, because in this house, like, I, I love a bit of hive me, as you know, and I, and I love a bit of A A L E X A. I can't say it because she's sat outside of me because I've got about 10 in my house. But anyway, <laughs> um, I got you one for Christmas, didn't I? One year. But anyway, so, yeah, um, yeah my dad, like, we're round the other day yet, and I work from home full time. And uh, he was just there doing jobs while I was working, and it went dark in the time that I was working. So, you know, I've got some things on a schedule, but he just went round and he messed up all my systems, putting all, trying to put all big lights on while I were in this room. So he messed all my systems up, and also he kept shutting doors. And I heard, I got to a point where I could hear Lyca like howling, and it, it because he'd shut all the doors and she couldn't go for a piss. <laughs> Like, you've got an animal in this house, Dad. Like, do you know what I mean? It wasn't even saying no. It was just doing it by, like, instinct. Like, shutting yeah, all doors. Like, oh, shut that, shut that. Bloody, like, bloody, throwing her eating out the window here. This is it, this is it. He's not even paying my bills, do you know what I mean? But he were like, no, <laughs> shutting all doors. Oh, bloody hell. Um... I think what I need to, need to address now, a question that you asked, which I was surprised at the results, actually. It was very varied. Is, are you a shoes on or are you a shoes off house? Oh, it's a, it was very divisive, wasn't it, that question? Because, like, yeah. in, uh, in, in my house as a kid, 
it was shoes off. But I feel like yeah. some people would just come in and not give a fuck and just wear the shoes. And then, like, my mum would just be staring at them as if to say, like, you fucking... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm... a preservation thing. And there, there's also that thing of, like, using your back door. And I feel like if if you're a house that uses your back door, people just come in with the shoes on and chill in your kitchen and they sit around the table and then oh, they go out the back door and they keep your shoes on, right? But then if you are a front door house, and I think there's two types of working class people in it, back door house, front door house. You're usually one or the other. You're not usually both. But if you have a front door house, people tend to take the shoes off. I wonder if that's like, we don't have any carpets downstairs now, but back in the day, obviously, before laminate flooring was a thing, we used to, but I guess your kitchen's the one place where you wouldn't have carpets, so you could keep your shoes on because you don't mm-hmm. want to tread mud into carpets. But we're yeah. very much a shoes off household. But, you know, my mum was the sort of person that didn't want pe- kids in the house and or to use the toilet because she's like, oh, they'll the pee everywhere, they'll be dirty. Like, like I said <laughs> before, you know, we could do a lot of things, you know, get away with a lot of stuff as kids, but we tread mud into the house. Bloody hell. We'll be grounded. <laughs> like, you know, we could do something really naughty and she'd be like, um. Mm. Bringing mud, <gasps> fuming. Um, yeah, <laughs> very much a a shoe. And I found that the people often that don't take the shoes off, I always associate with like being middle class. But I don't know yeah. why. Because I think they can just be rude. And it and if they come yeah. to your house thinking you live in like a house that to them they think is like working class or rough or whatever, then they don't respect it. So then they don't take the yeah. shoes off. And I think for me it is like. I'll go somewhere to, as a sign of respect. Because I think that's how my mum viewed Like you said, your mum would be staring at people being like, they've not took the bloody shoes off. Yeah, It's a sign of respect. And I think, so for me, it's kind of like, I just automatically would take my shoes off. In yeah, someone's I house. do it. I take them Sometimes off straight Sometimes I've been away. in houses, yeah, that have been a bit dirty and I'm like, wish I'd kept my shoes on. But also, <laughs> Oh, it's like the floor's freezing and I'm just like, oh. But, you know, I'm, if it's someone I know, like someone's house, I take my slippers around anyway, so. Well, we you know, um, we talked about that before, didn't we? Because for a few years, I were always wearing slip-on vans with no socks, which I know appalls people. I've, I've had conversations about this and I don't do it anymore. But I used to. And I, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, I always used to do that. And uh, in my tote bag, to this day, I always keep some rolled up socks in my tote. Just because if I ever went to anybody's house, never in a million years am I going to walk into their house with bare feet because I'm 100% going to take my shoes off and I can't have bare feet in their house. So yeah, I always just had, I always just had socks in my toe. You see, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, it's, it's like one of my think, one of the things my mum says a lot, you know, when you're on, te- obviously on the telly, they don't take the shoes off because they're acting, but you're on soaps. Yeah. And then they put the feet up on the sofa on the bed. She's like, <gasps> hey, look at with her feet up on the sofa. And I'm like, yeah, but it's just pretend one but she'd be like fully kicking up. And they do it all the time. And even on like, um, you know, like Johnny Ross and bloody Graham Norton and all that and Alan Carr, when people like put one leg up and they're, they've got their actual shoes. Obviously, they're not going <laughs> to take the shoes off. They're on Johnny Ross. They're on but telly. they put their feet on the chairs. Yeah. Can't handle it. Yeah. Cannot handle yeah, it. It stresses me out. And like I said, they don't every like it's, I think it's on the on the they're like oh they're pretending they're in their house on soaps, but they've got the shoes yeah. on. But they're not they're not gonna walk around barefoot, are they? Because they're probably doing like several scenes. But it's just weird. Like you, nobody sits at home. Well, some people do, but like, nobody sits at home with their shoes on on the sofa. Some people do, which blows their mind. But it um it just reminded me of that moment in um, Royal Family where Dave's got shit on his shoe. <laughs> but yeah, but he's got his shoes on, hasn't he? 
Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't have that, would you? You wouldn't. But it I, wouldn't I, have I, had shit on the floor if it had took I your shoes off it, though. We had a uh, lot of people saying they kept their shoes on, and then some. And then some were saying like, depends whose house. Some people's house, you keep the shoes on. Some people's, you take them off. Yeah, but yeah. And I think it's it's to do with cleanliness as well, which some people had said. And I think, you know, the house. Did you come to me, Rodley House? I'm trying to think if you can. No. Because it was locked down, wasn't it? But um, whenever people come in, I said to them as soon as they walked through the door, keep your shoes on, because it was manky and the the stair carpet were horrible. Like I wore slides all year round in that house, whether it were big socks on. Because I, I didn't want to ruin any slippers. Because the, yeah. the carpets were that minging because the landlord were a crook. Um, yeah, I, I didn't even want to wear my slippers or my socks on them horrible floors. So yeah, as soon as someone come round, don't take shoes off. And I know that seems worse because you're making the rest of it worse. But I just thought... You don't want someone leaving with dirty socks, though, do you, Jen? Yeah, I can't put people through it. It were horrible. I think, I think as well, like, it's culturally as well isn't it like some cultures sign of respect you take your shoes off yeah um even in like my grandma's house like everybody wears slippers there'd always be like a row of slippers like you just whack your feet in some like flattened leather slippers that were near the door and yeah walk around like lazily dragging your feet around the old house and that's a vibe as well isn't it when people have slippers to the side there's no way you're walking in with your shoes on because you go okay i see that shoe rack and i see them yeah. shoe- i see them slippers you're gonna make me wear <laughs> even though this is my grandma's house that had the plastic runner but as soon as you come in everyone put some slippers on so it's like yeah the plastic runner was null and void but whatever <laughs> Oh, I think me. even having slippers. I think sli- may- maybe. Okay, l- should we talk about the segment that we're going to do as part of this? Actually, because what's feel like posh? We- what's not posh? Yeah. What's we- posh? What's not posh? I've made a little jingle there. Do we you need. Like that? To- we do. We need to make it into a jingle. To be honest. What's because- posh? What's not posh? This week on. <laughs> what's posh? What's not posh? Because we do it on every single episode, we have some kind of thing about, oh, do you think that's posh? Oh, I don't know if that's posh. And I always learn a lot because it depends on where you're from, you know, like if you're from north, south, the Midlands, if you're from a city, in a city, if you're from the country, if you've got like, if you're like second gen immigrant parent, like it varies so much. And I like yeah. to learn. And as part of this episode, when we said we were going to do it, everybody were replying with certain things and so i think we need to do a round now what do you reckon is it is it time is it time to do the it new round time. shall i tell you what i think is what i grew growing up thought was posh and i still in my 37 years of age is that what yeah think is posh go on having a dishwasher it is posh I'd because you don't need it no right? and like where are you going to put it we ain't got room. We had a tumble dryer once, but it was like in the corner because we've got but quite a long kitchen. A tumble dryer. Tumble dryer is posh as well, and I think for the same yeah. two reasons because you don't need it and there's not room. Yeah. So, and my mum loves to say she wants a dishwasher because she hates washing up, but I think she'd hate it and she'd just wash the pots <laughs> again anyway. She's a sort of person. You know, when someone comes around, they go, "I'll wash it," but like, no, don't bother. Oh no, I will. I'll like, like, she'll just wash it up again, so I wouldn't bother. <laughs> Save your time. I'll bear that yeah. in mind as well when I go because I love washing up when people's houses. I'll be like, oh, do you I need help with that? 
we've we've got three different sponges so she's already there like going they've used the wrong sponge they've used the glass glass and cup sponge for the greasy pan so yeah just don't bother well do you remember when i moved into that rodley house and after about three days when i were unpacking all the stuff in kitchen i was like oh my god i've got a dishwasher because it was rental and i was thinking when you rent an house yeah, when you rent an house, you don't... Like, bear in mind, this house had a wooden front door what rained through it. And the landlady were an absolute crook. I, was I like, mean, maybe she should have invested in the bloody door instead of the bloody oh, yeah, dishwasher. Yeah, she had a chance. I've been moved oh. out, what, a month, and I've not seen a penny of that deposit. Nice one. Was but anyway, it, she's a was crook. Was it her house previously? Yeah, so that's probably why. So, so she, she had just... a dishwasher because she wanted a dishwasher. Yeah, probably, and just left the rest to rot. But... Yeah. um. Yeah, I, I posted on Instagram about it at the time because I had to go on YouTube and watch a video because I didn't know how the hell you use a dishwasher because I've never had one. No. And um, so I went on YouTube and it was like, oh, you need this and you need these tablets. And I'm like, right, okay, so I need to go buy some of these tablets. And then you need to buy this salt and the salt you put in the bottom and that cleans it. So I had to like full on learn all this stuff, um, you know, and like which ones were like, you know, because you don't want to get the cheapest tablets because they don't clean out and blah blah and you don't want to overload stuff and you don't put stuff in the top rack that's like a certain type of thing you know anyway so I was learning all this stuff and I, and I put it on um Instagram like you know I'm like fucking 35 year old and I'm watching a YouTube tutorial and that's why these tutorials exist you know because sometimes you're like that's absolute basic tutorial why someone made that and why has it got 10,000 views it's because of this and a bunch of people replied like, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. Like me and my partner got a house and we got a dishwasher and they come, they were like, you're taking piss. There's no way you don't know how to use a dishwasher. Mate, it's real. You just, not everybody's had one. It's not just like a fridge where you open the door. No, or you don't need like one. A washing machine that's got like numbers and shit on it, it? But a dishwasher yeah. just looks like a fridge, but it's not a fridge. Yeah, and they're often, like, integrated, so it's not like they've got a thing up front that tells you how to use it. No, it's behind a cupboard door, and you're like, what? <laughs> Surprise, it's not a cupboard. I'm like, whoa, yeah, I still what's this? Dish- my, that's my big giveaway. If I go into someone's house and they've got a dishwasher, I'm like, ooh, posh. <laughs> Mate, I'm so posh, me at a minute. You, wait till you come round this house, you're going to be like, whoa! Then you'll you're, like, yeah. you're not posh, you're nouveau riche. This is it. This is why I'm like, now I'm comfortable in saying I'm not aspiring <laughs> anymore. I just am. <laughs> What's your one thing that you think that's posh? Well, I've got a downstairs toilet. And to me as a kid, it was this thing. Like if you had a house with a downstairs toilet. And honestly, I think it's because mostly there were new builds. And if you had a new build, you were posh. Right, That's so we're talking about eighties, nineties, in it. That that was the the yeah. era of like smashing up a, a massive new estate, yeah. And everybody would move on to new estate. About oh my god, and it would be called the new estate. It's still to this day, right? There's there's an estate near mine, and the the people on my estate still call it the new estate, and it's like, <laughs> like built in like nine year olds. <laughs> and then you look at it and you're like the new houses and you're like oh my god those houses are not new they're like dilapidated they were like fancy and new when they were built looking like bloody brookside close and now you're like because yeah, they're always, exactly. always a close or amused new builds amused yeah well um 
It's um, it's funny that you just mentioned Brookside as well because my granddad used to call the new estate that were right next to my auntie's um, estate. He always called it Brookside. <laughs> but yeah i think with toilets it's what's weird right so i think the only person well not the only person like my so my friend's dad's house has got a downstairs toilet and they were a 1000 percent not posh but i think that's the era theirs might be like a 70s build house yeah so i think again it's that thing isn't it like it's a newer bills that aspirations that they're putting in toilets um but it's weird that like growing up my mum would be like the toilet was outside so you've gone yeah. from like your toilet being outside was poor to then your toilet being upstairs inside was you know what everybody wanted and what you aspired to then that was the norm and then a to- downstairs toilet was posh or like the guest bathroom um but like my mum loves to go on about how she'd want a downstairs toilet honestly i think the 80s vision of what is posh for mums was a downstairs was a downstairs <laughs> like <laughs> and if if we think about eras as well like my nan's house so I've probably talked about it before, but my nan lived in St. Helens, right? My dad's from there. And um, anyway, they moved around a lot because my dad were a pub kid. So they lived in lots of different pubs. And then they finally settled in this terrace. And if anyone knows St. Helens, it's like you've got the town centre and then loads of terraces coming up and it's called like first, second, third. You know, like lots of them in little towns, like first street, second street, whatever. So anyway, she lived on one of them. And they had the toilet outside. And then as them them houses, obviously the toilet is downstairs because it was outside. And then they brick it round and made it, and it looks almost like um, an extension because they just made the outside toilet part of a downstairs thing that eventually joined into the kitchen or whatever. Do you know what I mean? There's loads of houses from that era that that's what happened. So obviously she is not posh because she had an outside toilet that became an inside one. She didn't have a bathroom upstairs. They weren't a bathroom upstairs, they weren't a toilet. The one on my street had the bathroom downstairs, even though it was a, ter- a little small terraced ro- houses and yeah. the- every house was the same, but for some... What if they meant it was an extension? So they wanted an extra bedroom? So they made the bathroom? I don't know, I can't remember, but I just remember it being mm. weird, their entire bathroom was downstairs. Yeah, I it was that. It was like... That was the thing with me, Nana, and, and there were a lot of houses around there from that time. It were like, well, what are you going to do? Invest in losing a bedroom upstairs, right, by converting it into a bathroom which you're not going to do if you cancel or you you know you ain't got much money in working class whatever or do you just put some extra bricks around the toilet that already exists outside <laughs> and join it on we've just transcended our class by putting some bricks around the uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not outside anymore it's inside um, babes somebody else somebody said conservatories so yeah which is right so like my nana and granddad they lived in a bungalow in a small place outside of Donny. And I I didn't think they were posh, but I thought they were posher than us because they always give us money as well and took us on holiday, so they obviously had more money than us, but <laughs> that literally wasn't hard in the 90s. Anybody had more money than us. Um, and then I had my posh cousins who were posh, who had, like, a massive house. But they had a conservatory. It was very small. It was, like... It was more like an extra... They had back patio doors and then you went into this little room that you could fit like one wicker chair in mm. and then they had like stuff stored in it but I thought that was so fancy I used to love going through the back and into the conservatory and they had a garden and a garage which we didn't have um, so yeah so I thought it was a bit posh but it, it wasn't really it was like an old person's house with a bungalow bungalow with the conservatory but 
I guess, does it depend on what size the conservatory is? Well, I think maybe it comes back to that point, again, with like a dishwasher and a dryer. If you don't need it, it's like a, a, a choice, isn't it, that you... I mean, you might move into an house that already has these things, so that's different. But if you choose to have a conservatory, that's like an excess in it that you don't yeah. necessarily need. So it's almost showing off. <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe that's it. Because I think when they moved as well, again, they moved to a... Where was that house? There was definitely some, maybe finally, which was a bungalow, and it had a conservatory. So I don't know if, like, do, like, just bungalows in, like small places have conservatories is that like the go is that the norm <laughs> don't know but maybe like instead of an extension it's like yeah. oh well but then surely they're about the same price because it's a lot yeah. of glass compared to all yeah. the brick what the one man and granddad and their they were their first house well it's not their first house but the first house i remember going to it was literally like three foot maybe not even three foot, like two foot by five foot. It was not a conservatory, but we called it the conservatory. It wasn't like, <laughs> what's that word? An orangery. Yeah, or a lean-to. Like, and it, maybe my granddad just built it, to be fair, actually, because it was like, it wasn't all glass. The bottom was brick, and then it had, like, glass, but with, like, you know, glass that's got, like, the wire in it. Yeah. Like, cheap glass. Um, he probably just built it on, didn't he? So I Quite don't possibly. Have, that would be different. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to like, you know, them big ones, they're always hexagonal shape. And there's yeah. like a full suite of wicker furniture in them. That's always possible. wicker. And then like they have that, um, usually walks out onto like decking or a patio of some kind. Yeah. I always thought patios were posh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been space at the back of your house to have like doors that's not just the back door. That's posh. <laughs> Do you know what I thought was dead posh when we were kids? There was a, uh, this, I probably mentioned it loads of times, this family, like, on the street behind us, they are an attic conversion. And oh, we lost, when me and my sister went in that, we lost our shit. We were like, these are so, like, they can't have been that rich because they still lived near us. But they had, like, one of the kids moved up in their bedroom into the attic. And oh, my God, they also might have had a soda stream, so they were definitely posh. <gasps> yes. But we went in and we were just like... What? Like, our minds were blown like, well, by that loft conversion. That was, we were like, whoa. One of um, one of my mates' dad won the lottery, right? <laughs> and that's how he paid for his loft conversion. And that was the first ever loft conversion that I ever went in. was like, oh, my God. It's mad, This it? is amazing. And, like, one of them <laughs> Velux window things, which you have yeah. not got a clue how to open, just like you don't know how to use a dishwasher. You don't know how to open <laughs> them fucking weird windows if you're not used to it. But, yeah, that, that to me was like, wow. And the only time I'd seen one is because it won the lottery. <laughs> it is mad. We were like, oh. yeah. Um, what else? What other? I don't know what else. But people have said what's posh, what's not posh. Oh, coffee tables was one. Yeah, but we've always had a coffee table. You see, we, we didn't. We've got one now, but we used to. We didn't. And I, and I think when you think of coffee table, like if, if I was a kid, I probably did think, yeah, it was posh because I don't, I don't remember anyone having one. And even my family now, they just got one recently and they thought they were posh getting it. Like, But if I think about my auntie and uncles and my mates and stuff, no, they didn't. Because I think as well, you know, you've got that thing where posh people say you can't put your feet on a chair. Yeah. 
you're like, oh, you like, don't put your feet on someone's city. Even if you've got no shoes on, I'm not talking about with shoes on. Like, do you remember that time when I met my brother? Um, you know, my older brother who I didn't grow up with. And I met him that time. And that person that I was dating, who was very much middle class, said to me afterwards, you don't put your feet on people's cities. Like, proper shame for it afterwards. I always get cross-legged. Yeah, I do. And I've always got my feet on settee. And that's how you stay comfy. And I also think it's how you stay warm. So maybe we didn't need coffee yeah. tables because we were all, like, snuggled up on settee. Yeah, because we yeah. used to have a coffee table in my old house. We've never had one in this house. But it used to, it did used to get in the way and you just used to get bruises. But it was, like, a longish brown one. But I liked it because when I was a kid, you know, instead of sitting at the big table, if I was, like, yeah. colouring or something, I could just sit on the floor, watch the telly and do stuff on that but my favorite bit was that it, it had a bit underneath where you shoved all the magazines and the tv times <laughs> so you yes. just shoved the crap underneath it and you were like oh i'm just rummaging but yeah we did um but again that was like it was like a footstool it acted as a footstool because you'd sit on the sofa and reach your feet out <laughs> and put them on the coffee table and put your brew there well the next thing on the is it posh or is it not posh is Having a piano. I mean, because, I'd say that's posh. Do you know now it's like a thing where people just want a piano in their house? And the types of people that have a piano in their house, I'm not talking about Lady Gaga, do you know what I mean? Who has like a fucking, or Elton John, who has like a massive right, house yeah. and they've got like five front rooms and one of them's got a piano in it. I'm talking about when you live on a state <laughs> and you've got a piano in your house. Because, <laughs> so I remember. There were a family, and the person may listen to this episode, so I'm going to be very respectful about it. And I thought, oh my God, you aren't going to tell it, but you've got a piano, so that means you're posh. But they're on the same estate as me. Do you know what I mean? Totally legit working class people. Why is it? Is that because like playing an instrument is similar to how sometimes working class people think it's like being creative is posh? You know, like if, you, if you're into art, you're posh. I think so. Like, I feel like, like if you have books. Like a piano. Yeah, like even, like even having books like is <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, having books. I feel like a bookshelf are not, it's not just the dictionary or the thesaurus. Or yeah. my mum's got a book about plants. Um, yeah, Recipe books or the Bible. Yeah, having books. <laughs> when I were a kid, were posh. Like, oh my God, you've got books in your house. But yeah, I think, again, it's that thing though, isn't it? It's space. Yeah, yeah, like, true. Because I can imagine. Like, I'm thinking, did my mum have a piano growing up, or? But then she lived in a big old rattly cold stone house, so mm. there was room. I don't know if she'd have a piano, but like now we'd never have room for a piano. I think she loves going. Oh, I'd like a piano. Um, you know, it's aspirational to have a house big enough that you can put a piano in. Yeah. So, real kind of related to that in terms of space, right? I remember. <laughs> So I had a friend and I remember the first time that I was an adult at this point. I was like early to mid twenties and I visited their family house and the dad had this incredible, incredible house with a actual fireplace in it. By actual fireplace, I mean like you could walk into it, you know, it had like piles of wood. It was massive. And then like a, 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 like a burning thing in it and you like you have like a, a stand that's got a variety of different tools one of them's like a brush yeah. and one you know like a full-on fire like in a film like in a christmas film 
And the first time I had seen one of them in real life that weren't in like a country house, you know, that someone owned and someone lived in and I was in my mid-twenties. Like, fireplaces. Is it posh or is it well, not posh? So, so, on my mum's side, she had two sisters. So, as my cousins, and I, we always, I always say there's always like your token posh cousins. Yeah. So, on either side. So, like, so they had, so they all live, again, in like... Um, little villages out, out in South Yorkshire. Um, so they both South had Yorks! Five... Every time you yeah. say it, I just want to be like, near te- Technically, like, one's from Epworth, which there is that debate, is it South Yorkshire, is it Lincolnshire, you know, um, home Sheridan of... Sheridan Smith, mate. Yeah, because they went to school with Sheridan Smith. Anyway, <laughs> name drop. Um, so, yeah, so they, them cousins who went to school with Sheridan Smith, they had a big, massive hat. They had the longest garden and they had chickens, right? Also mm. in the garden was like 400 bits of lorry parts because they were they're all lads my friends, <laughs> and my uncle and they're all lorry drivers, you know, like proper like Yorkshire lad lorry drivers. And yeah. they had a proper fireplace with like tools, but they're not posh. But their house was like to us, the house was massive. The house was posh, but not really because it wasn't posh, but it was just big and there was a garden. Whereas we had a terrace house in a backyard that was like tiny, like three steps and you've covered it. But they weren't posh. My other cousins were posh. So I knew, so I think maybe having them to balance against, I realised that they weren't posh. Well, they weren't posh anyway, like, their house wasn't posh. <laughs> it was big, and they had, they built, like, stuff on it and stuff. But again, they lived in a tiny village. So, to me, if that house was where I live, I'd be like, these people are so posh. Because everyone lived in a council house or a terraced house. Mm. So, and I think yes, yeah. like... What this podcast basically serves to do and demonstrates every single episode is that it's not black and white, right? No. In it, it's like there's no one well, dishwasher thing is. But <laughs> <laughs> well, then yeah, I think I um, working class police and dishwashers apart. Oh my god! Throw no, my think- working class credentials in the bin. But I think as well that if you, it comes back to like transcending your class as well, doesn't it? It's like. When we see people who are proper rough around edges and then they, they get money, they never, like, change. Yeah. They just continue. And, and that kind of comes back to the live, laugh, love theme. Like, Katie Price will absolutely have some variety of live, laugh, love over a fireplace and all over her house. As will Kerry Katona. Our favourite examples of what nouveau riche is. <laughs> you could be a millionaire, but you're still working yeah, class. I was saying, because I'm very much a inner city, like a big city, mixed race, working class person. So I've got this, this like fixed, even like, even though I grew up with my mum who's white, sometimes I can see like an inner city white working class perspective is slightly like their life is seems different to mine. Mm. You know, like we can go back to our good friend, the Arga. <laughs> like, <have laughs> She said we had an arga, and I was, I was like, "Oh my god, I've, I've literally, I've been lying. I'm actually posh." But it turned out it wasn't an arga; it was just a range cooker. But like having a range cooker to me is posh. But it, but where my mum grew up, that wasn't like it depends where you're from. Like if I had a yeah. range cooker in this house, she'd be posh. But she grew up with a range cooker in the the Rattley farmhouse, and she wasn't posh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, but as I said, dishwashers are posh. So I'm going to piss off loads of people who have a dishwasher. Mate, I feel like you can. I'm sat here, I've got a dishwasher like... Do do you know we talked about before about uh, my dad uses that phrase, Joe Soap. Did I tell you about that? 
did we yeah we did talk about that didn't we so like that's his personification of somebody who's like the working man he'd be like oh bloody hell old joe soap over here right that's <laughs> Not joe blogs yeah he could, for some reason it's joe soap and nobody knows why <laughs> but anyway <laughs> like yeah i'm getting i am getting absolutely rinsed left right by my family at the minute well you've got your downstairs toilet and your dishwasher yeah i'm getting rinsed it's that noise been to university got a degree now she's got her out with a downstairs toilet and a dishwasher coming back here with a bloody new build yeah all that i'm getting rinsed absolutely fucking rinsed but anyway so back to that um is it posh or is it not? Gravy boats. Mm, but again, right? So of a lot of the things we're talking about, I think it depends on the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think my nana had a gravy boat, which she might have done. We, we always just have a jug. But my nana probably is the sort of person that had a gravy boat because she grew up the sort of person that would make their own gravy and have a traditional, like a big roast I think so. If you is have it, a gravy uh, boat, it's almost like you've you've had it in your family for three generations, and yeah. it. And when you get married, you get the gravy <laughs> boat. Because if you think in the in the olden days when people <laughs> got married, like because obviously working in a charity shop as well, people got gifted like a twenty four piece set of dining stuff. Because then I when I was working in a charity shop, like years later, they'd clear out the garage and you'd get given this every day there's like three sets that are always in charity shops yeah it's like i could royal dalton fancy one there's like one of those brown ones that has like it's a bit more 70s you know people get gifted like these sets when they're married and because i guess back in then days you moved out when you married like yep. old and olden times and then you, you, years later someone just be like oh i've got this like full dining set that i don't use anymore but so you know people acquire a gravy boat in that sense <laughs> It makes me think of, um, you know, Cash Carraway's book, um, Skint Estate. And in in the first bit of that, she talks about, she says something like, and of course, you know, here I was spending my birthday at the Harvester, having, my, you know, my posh dinner for my meal at Harvester. And I just think that book is so relatable because it again comes back to, you know, posh people, for example, wouldn't go to, probably wouldn't go to Harvester for the dinner because it's like... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But if you're working class, Harvester is like posh place to go for your dinner. And um, we have this place in South Yorks and I know we've got some South Yorks fans out there who, who absolutely love it when we talk about South Yorks on here. So here you go. Here you go, people, just for you. Is um, In Mexborough, there's this place called The Pastures. Right. I don't even know if its real name is The Pastures. I think it is. Pastures Lodge, maybe? Anyway, it's in Mexborough. South Yorks. And um, it is the place that everyone goes for like your posh dinner if it's your birthday or do you know what I mean people can get married at pastures and it's like whenever it were a big birthday in our family we're like bloody hell should we got pastures oh my god we're gonna got pastures amazing and um, my brother was obsessed with the fact that if you got gravy with your dinner and it didn't matter what you got so he might have like my brother were weird when he were a kid we've talked about him before he didn't eat any food. His favourite food was that bloody pasta and rice thing that he made with gravy on it and then he had egg fried rice to it. But anyway, he didn't eat no food groups and he was very poorly. But whenever we'd go there, his favourite thing where he would get gravy as a side because it come in a gravy boat. 
And he would literally ask the waiter or the waitress for a gravy boat. He wouldn't be like, oh, I'll have that meal and a side of gravy. He'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, I want, um, can I have potato wedges, please, and a gravy boat? <laughs> That's what he would ask for. <laughs> Do you know what? It's weird. I feel like some kitchen utensils I really, I'm really into. And like my nana used to have this thing that I think they, did they call it a pat of butter when you have like, oh, it's actually, it was a butter curler. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I know what you mean. I've never had one, but I'm, I, I can picture it because some yeah. cooking shows have them, don't they? So you, you, you put it on your butter and it curls it with like a little ridges. Like yeah. shit like that. I'm like, this is posh, but I'm into it. But I think it's stuff that you don't really get in modern day. Like we've yeah. got a crinkle cutter, like cuts your chips, crinkle cut. Oh, which yes. I'm like, if I leave home, am I going to be able to buy one then that's not from a car boot? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, do they even exist? So I think there's certain <laughs> kitchen things that have died out. So like maybe they were once posh, but now they don't exist anymore. Are they? Are they posh? I think, again, it comes to the fact that if you don't need it... So, like, to people who are that working class that ain't got... Ha- it, if something hasn't been handed down and they haven't got the money to be going about buying stuff that seems excessive, it's that again, isn't it? Like, yeah. for example, I've never had a gravy boat in my house. My brother probably bought one now. Maybe That's he has. because he had a lot of gravy boats. Yeah, because, you it's know, to him... To him, that was like, yes. In fact, I should ask his girlfriend if they've got one and if not, buy him one for Christmas. Because he, he still, to this day, loves a gravy boat. Maybe but... you should get, like, a silver one and engrave it. <laughs> Big Sam Ledger it on side. Sledge. Yeah. Sledge, as his friends <laughs> call him. Um, so, um, yeah, like... Oh, where was I going with that now? What was that about? If you've not been handed it down and you don't need... So you, oh, you can't afford yeah. to buy it because it's not a necessity. Yeah, so, like, I've never had a gravy boat because I pretty much will make the gravy in a measuring jug. And it's a measuring well, jug what, every time. It was a gravy boat. I yeah. always make gravy in a jug. You just make it in a jug. You pour said jug over the meal. And I think as well, yeah. it comes down to, like, not sitting at a table. Because you you don't want to put it into a jug and then just put it directly put it. on your food and sit, sit on settee watching telly. I'm not at a dining table. Do you know what I mean? I don't have stuff yeah. for a dining table. I don't need to decant things. It's just going to go directly from a plastic not measuring Christmas jug. Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you did oh, have I can't a bit, believe um... we've not mentioned um, what's posh, what's not posh. Um, having to put all different size chairs and stools around your table oh, because your god. dining table's not big enough. Oh my god, mate! Every year when I share them pictures, it's like comical. So like. Last year, we didn't have Christmas, right? So I couldn't share my classic Peter K setup. But every year, we go me aunties for Christmas Day and there's about, I don't know, 12, 13 of us. And I think it's fair to say, like, it, the assumption is right that I haven't got loads of rich relatives. Like, we're all pretty much the same people, you know, semi-detached and whatever. And um, then on Boxing Day, we come my mum's house and... The whole Peter Kay emergency chairs thing is displayed in full. Like, they've got a dining table, but it's like, there's not a dining room. It's it's a table, what's in the kitchen, right? So then it's got one of them things, you know, them wooden things that, again, was viewed as posh in the 80s extender. where they slide out. Yeah. yeah. So you go, you go and get the extender bit from one of upstairs bedrooms or boiler cupboard, and you put that in, and then they bring the emergency chairs from each house, 
And then, so bear in mind, it's like, if you imagine the kitchen is the letter C, right? You've been in my mum's house, so you know what I'm talking about. It's yeah. like the kitchen is the letter C and then at the bottom of the letter C, that's where your table is, right? And at one side is outside, is the back door and the other side is going into the living room. So the, you can't really walk around it when it's extended. <laughs> like it, you've got people sat around the back and it's extended to the side. You can't move. So then you've also got these emergency chairs. And in the bit where it's the letter C, which is like the lino, that's where the wallpaper table goes. <laughs> so you have the wallpaper table there. So effectively you've got like a T shape of tables in fitted directly snugly into the C shape of the kitchen so my mum's getting stuff out the oven and burning everyone's eyes off we were sitting at the wallpaper table um and then that's where like because it's a wallpaper table the the height of it is a bit off so you've got people who look like super tiny because they're sitting on deck chairs on a wallpaper table and she's covered it with um do you know like wrapping paper (laughs) she's covered it in wrapping paper so you can't see that it's a wallpaper table but um yeah i think like the is it posh or is it not the christmas edition is it posh to have a real christmas tree um i feel like in the when i was a kid i'd have said yeah but we've had a real tree a few times and then we've planted it outside and it's like still outside now so it's massive but now you can get them from wilco do you know what i mean yeah but i feel like growing up you couldn't yeah so it i'd say it's posh when we were kids posh. Yeah, I feel like now it's not as posh, but I still think it's posh. Um, I've never had one, you know. I've never in my life had a proper Christmas tree. Uh, I think, I yeah. Think we when... have in terms of when we've got rid of the old one and then we've not had space to store it. Mm. So she's like, Mum's like, oh, just get a real one. And I don't have to think about where to store it. We can store it outside. We can store it inside. I think it's a space thing as well, you know, isn't it? Yeah. It comes back to that, having, having the space to be able to have one. But also, again, that wastefulness in it. Like, it, like most of us had the same Christmas tree for 20 years in Loft. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you didn't have to ever buy a new one. <laughs> Just no, the same one. Like, we've got one now that we were like, oh, we'll spend a bit and that'll last a few years. And then one year you pull it out and it looks like the scrawniest thing ever. And you're like, what happened to that? <laughs> Shit, I better get a new one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think now because you can get real ones, like I think back in the day, you'd have to go to a garden centre or B&Q. And be, again, because we didn't have a car. Yeah, like, you needed a car big enough to put one in as well, didn't you? Yeah, so we've one. carried it home from Wilco, which is across the road from my house. But if I haven't got a car to go and get a real tree, then I'm not I'm not going to buy one, am I? <laughs> and we definitely touched on the Christmas decorations thing in the... Um... What it called? Do one 2020. I feel like it was something like that. Do one. This Our year end of year roundup. Last yes, year. we kind of covered that. So <laughs> when we'll, you uh... started talking about that weird McDonald's paper decoration, <laughs> that, like, that giant like that. extender belly Ronald McDonald and thing. I probably spoke about again. I'm because my mum's a serial decorator. She bloody loves having a theme for a tree, um, which I think sometimes goes hand in hand with your live laugh love mums they're like you know that cozy vibe of plugins and matching decor and slogans and a theme a color scheme theme on your tree i mean right do posh people have plugins or is it purely working class because i feel like you know i am 35 and i'm nouveau riche now but like <laughs> i there are still things that i don't 
I don't I know is posh or not. You know what? Then... I think plugins can probably be seen as a bit unsightly because as much as they've developed mm. over the years, they still some you can see in them. Like, the, can you even see plugs like it's in posh people's houses? Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, true. Like minimalist people houses, but also yeah. like they buy fresh flowers in it and fresh flowers. <laughs> I say they like I, I... like middle class are like upper middle class like upper upper class yeah some serious like aristocratic people (laughs) yeah when you have fresh flowers they smell nice but i think some people probably would go more for candles than a plug-in you know what i mean candles yeah good shout like a plug-ins are quite seen as quite dated no offense em i know you love a plug-in whereas candles I think scented candles were like a 90s thing, but they've definitely had a resurgence now, like expensive, like fancy, you know, ones that smell like cologne and perfume. You know, like that's, yeah. that's like candles can be like really expensive now. Yeah. Whereas and... I think like they, they had a, they, they had like a phase, then they died down a bit now, but that had a fully back. <laughs> Can't believe you just absolutely fucking, I get rinsed every which way, me. I'm getting rinsed for my like. <laughs> I All don't, my new I, don't like, shit. I don't have scented candles. I'm I also don't have plugins. I I'm really fussy with smells though, which you think is weird working where I work, but I can handle that. Um well, right. So, okay, following on from getting rinsed for plugins. I think as well that in some houses, like if you're renting, like you you physically can't you're not allowed candles. So maybe that's a thing as well. You know, because of the yeah, danger maybe. of candles and I the think fact I was going to say as well, if you've got a lot of kids or animals, candles are a bit more dangerous. Yeah, true. Whereas a plug-in smells beautiful all year round, do you know what I'm saying? And they're like five yeah. quid and fuck off. <laughs> you trying to get like a sponsor from Glade or Ambipure? Mate, mine's Airwick, actually. I'm an Airwick think, brand. Um, what's my mum? I think they're a bit dated as well. That's why I'm probably into them. Um, melts you know like oh yeah oh my god she's got you've not seen did we send you a picture she she got it i don't even know where she got it she bought it online and then it came from like cheetahville road which i'm like mum you could have got that down the road which is like where they sell all like fake shit yeah so Gemma collins got caught buying a designer handbag and then I saw <laughs> the so it's like a glass thing um like a it's like a, a big round oval shape yeah. And then you touch, it's touch, touch, touch operated. I think we sent you a picture. So you touch it and the light comes on and the light is like holographic butterflies. But then on top, it's also a, a wax melt. <laughs> yeah, you did send me that one. It's, yeah, it's so classy. I can't even go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, that's, that's, that's the future of Live, Laugh, Love Mums. It's like the combination of a plug-in and a wax melt and the, the mood lighting all in one live in the dream well i, I um, tell you what's going to happen and that is that after christmas i'll be able to tell you the thing because i'm just going to get any gifts that i get this christmas are going to be for house and when i go back home it's going to be like for, well first of all let's split this out into two things i'm going to get stuff from b&m that's like, oh, I've seen this, but, yeah. you know, this is because you've got a new house and we got you some of these. And I probably will get a burner from Deb. So Deb's the one that sent me the life is too short to worry thing for the world. That did have a, a and m tag on it, by the way. Um, so I will probably get, she also sends me 
um, tea lights usually, you know, nice smelling tea lights and stuff. So yeah. there will there will probably be one of them. So I'll get that that sort of stuff. So I will update you then. But also on the other side is what we haven't talked about is when you get a new house and people just show up with stuff, right? So when you when you work in class and the word gets around that you've got an house, especially if it's your first house, people just show up with stuff that they've decided they don't want, so you probably need. And, you know, I'm not being ungrateful. Like, I don't want to sound like an absolute ER cunt. Yes! Yes! It's our podcast. We say what we want. So... I have to tick a box, you know, when I upload every episode to say whether we, it's naughty language Explicit or not. Explicit language. Yeah. Yes, it is. Deal with it. <laughs> Live, laugh, love it, mate. <laughs> anyway, so, um, I don't even know what I was on about now. Oh, yeah. Hand me down stuff. So, like, that all when, the tat you're going to get given. Yeah, people, people just don't Clearing their it. houses out. Yeah, they go, oh, oh. Uh, they'll just say to me, mum, oh, Karen, um... I've heard, I've heard your M's got a new house. Is three uh, tablecloths, towels, um, old flannel, you know, tea towels usually from all places across Europe that we've been on holiday. Yeah. Oh, it's some, here's a bag of old cheese graters and a rolling pin. Like, that's what happens, <laughs> isn't it? When you've got an house, they're like, oh, uh, anyway, I was clearing out the garage, M, and I know you've got a new house, so is three boxes of shite. <laughs> It's like every time we go to my nan's house, so now she lives in like, it's not quite assisted accommodation, but it's like a little close where old people live and they have like a warden. Bungalow, obviously. I feel like she's only ever lived in a bungalow. And it's really small. But every time we go, she gives us a carload of shit that some of it she gets new, but some of it is just like in there. And I'm like, where's it come from? And she's like, oh, do you need this nest of tables? Oh, do you need this mirror? <laughs> and you're like, and I'm like, where did you store this stuff in your house that's got like four rooms? It's like, how is this possible? And that that's the thing as well, what we've talked about in it. If you are working class and people come around your house, you won't let them leave until you've given them something. <laughs> yeah, and I do that. it. And I, I do it all the time. You just started giving me shit. And I was like, oh my God, it's true. It, it totally is <laughs> true. No. Oh. Um. I feel like we should give some special mentions to other things that people have said. Um, one of my favourite was like salad tape on everything. Yeah. <laughs> like your remote control, your pan handles, like and your like, curtain rails. Growing up, yeah, growing up there was like you know when salad tape starts going brown as well. It's all yeah. <laughs> crispy. Um, I think this same person also said like margarine tubs for everything. There's a because yes. we because my mum's really into a DIY. We've got a lot of DIY shit. You know she takes up a new DIY hobby. It's paint stripping. So we've got some filing cabinet drawers she got from work. Um, and in that there's like screws and nails, and they're in like Vitalite pots. You know back before Vitalite was a, a cool edgy vegan spread. Yeah. Um, that are older than my brother. They're like nineteen ninety, you know, like the round ones, the yeah. big round pot. The quality street tins that aren't had quality yeah. street in for fifteen years. Cookie Dutch tins, cookie tins. <laughs> yeah, wink it in. Does everybody not have that, or is that just like a? I feel like everybody of a certain era must have just started shoving shit in shit. I think it comes back to your stuff that's in bowls as well, though, isn't it? Because it's a similar vibe. You put certain things in and then they go in cupboards. And do you know, because I had like an army of um, family helping me move in, 
to this house. So th- this house is new. It's got no like old cupboards and things. Like when you've got a new build, there's nothing. That there's no. You can shove all your crap in a cupboard. Yeah, there's no like little old nooks or whatever. It's all just like blank. Like everything's blank. And my aunt is like unpacking stuff, and she goes, "Oh." I've created you one of them cupboards, you know, the drawer that everyone has. She says, listen, when when you get your time to start sorting it all out, you know, you do that in your own time. But for now, I've set you up one of them cupboards. And basically, that cupboard will probably never get unpacked. And it's already got mugs. It's got an old mug that has a chip in it, right? And it's already now full of nails and screws and bits. It's also got some of them old candles in from Deb. It's got batteries in it. I've had this house a one month. random charger? Is there a random charger? Yeah. I've had this house one month and it's already full of all that. It's also where the plug where the plugins went. And as they were just unpacking stuff, they just condensed it into this one drawer. I'll send you a picture. So you've got a house that's one month old and it's already got one of them drawers. I feel like... Because you always have it whenever you move, you have a box of that. That there's always one box that you're like, I don't know where it goes. It's not got a home, so it come. It just travels in that in that box of shit. Yeah, and it's got the rolling pin in because the rolling pin is too big to go in the actual cutlery drawer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tea towels are in there. Do you know what somebody did said? Speaking of cupboards, which I was like, why do I not have this? Somebody said a crisp cupboard in the front room. That is like lifestyle goals. And I'm like, what? Do you know what? When my partner went to view her house, I went with her, and it, it's like an ex-council house. And I think the people that had it, they used to live in it when it was a council house, and they bought it. Yeah. The, every 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 wall in the house had glittery wallpaper, glittery carpets, but yet yeah, nicotine stain. They had a box of crisps in their front room, and I went in, and I was like, love them. These are my people. <laughs> Why do I not have some kind of cupboard or box or vessel of crisps in my front room? What is wrong with me? I feel like that is in line with, you know, when people have one of them mini fridges? Yeah. It's like that, isn't it? When people have got a mini fridge sat next to, like, the Jim Royal armchair in front room. <laughs> Nouveau Riche would be like, you know, like in the, craft, in the craft when Nancy gets a jukebox, it'd be like I'd get like a vending machine that I don't pay for that just has all my favourite crisps in. That's what kind of... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really rich now. I'm going to get a vending machine that'd be really edgy and cool. Do you know what that made me think of then, which is another working class thing, is do you remember when you used to have them little... Um, I, don't, I don't think they exist anymore because I've not seen one for years. But do you remember when we all used to have them like Dairy Milk mini vending machine type things yeah, for Christmas? I was going to say that, but my sister got one for Christmas. I think one side was Bourneville and one was like mini yeah. Dairy Milks. Yeah, and you used to just, <laughs> even when they were finished, you'd have it on display on side for you. Because yeah, I was like, I don't think you could buy the refills for it. Yeah. <laughs> that were a thing every Christmas. <laughs> if if then- anybody sees one of them, if any listener sees... One of them in your house, please take a picture. But also, if you see yeah. one out in the shops, I mean, if it's in anyway, it's going to be in there. It's going to be in it. Someone's going to discover one in a garage in like ten years' time. Like, what is this? Yeah, shit? in your garage shop. If you've still got it on display, you are our absolute hero. If you go to your mum's or your nan's at Christmas, yeah, my it's sister there. got a chocolate one, and a few years later, I got like a, a mini gumball one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like a gumball machine one. Loved that. Love that. Mate, if um, anyone's selling one brand new, it's going to be in B and M. Whoever finds it wins. <laughs> do you know what? That sounds like a B and M kind of um, Christmas gift set. It absolutely does. Line. 
Yeah, if it exists, it's in BNN. Um, there was lots and lots of people talking about like glass figurines or ceramic figurines or ceramic animals <laughs> in their like in their grandparents' house in like cupboards that you like precious and you couldn't touch. So I think that that was a, a theme throughout. Do you remember them ones that were like? I don't know. I feel like they were like a polar bear, and they looked like they were made out of glass. But I, I don't know if it was actually glass. And they had like a felt nose and eyes. <laughs> Do you remember them? No, I don't. <laughs> they were like spherical. Spherical. Yeah, it was like a bear made out of like circles that were glass. Oh, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that made me think of. I remember everyone had them, but they were always out of reach or behind a cabinet door. Oh. Um, well, someone said that the nan had gold-plated, like, gun ornament things on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) The police police were knocking on, being like, oh, we're looking for someone who's got a gun registered to this address or something. It's like, oh, yeah, my nan's got guns. But they're they're off wall, mate, and they're gold. (laughs) I imagine, like, some, like, you know, like, flat metal. Like, it's not even a gun, it's, like, flat like nan's like uh don't be telling the police i've got a bloody gun (laughs) oh my god like it's a similar thing like when people have them giant swords on display in (laughs) it yeah when like hung up onto like hook things yeah like are they actually weapons (laughs) i don't know in fact you can actually still buy them from the range and be in a but you have to, it's got one of them things on that's like, you must be 21 to buy this, like, buy incel it. shit for your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're coming up to two hours, and we knew that this would be an absolute bumper episode. I feel like bumper is the phrase I was just thinking in my head. You know, like, when you get, like, a special year-end like a, a annual edition. or something. Yeah, a bumper edition. <laughs> um we should probably do an end of year episode as well, you know, now that we're a bit like, I don't know. I feel Maybe like, in January. Yeah, th- this year we're a bit, well, and last year because of COVID, things got a bit weird. But maybe we can get back into regularly doing episodes and themes. But I like doing an end of year one, they're quite good. Um, But yeah, we'll do maybe one in Jan. But to close this one out, what I want to talk about is like the, the gentrification of pot animals. <laughs> I still feel like the majority of people that buy them are are nouveau riche (laughs) I don't don't know I might be wrong because I'm not a connoisseur of the pot animal like you are um, so So, right when I was a kid pot animals was a thing my nan had this pot animal that looked just like her dog and it's still in the family like my mum and dad have got this pot dog sat by the telly and I, I must have put it online a bunch of when times. When you say pet animals, I think people need to know that you mean... Not like little figurines, like they're quite big. Yeah. Ones that sit on the floor, you mean, don't you? Yeah, like it needs its own place to yeah. sit. Like a real animal. Like <laughs> little ones that are on the dresser. Yeah. No, I mean like a, a close to actual size. Yeah. <laughs> and do you remember when um, when I was back in Donny and I went round my mate Stacey's house and she, le- she was living with her grandma for a while... And a grandma's house was full of pot tigers. Do you remember? I put a picture online and, and yeah. everyone was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So do you know when you walk past um, one of them shops that, that every town and city has where you go in and it's like slot machines, but 
it's only for a certain clientele. I feel like you never see anyone go in or out of them places. They've usually got in the window things that are gold and it's always pot animals. Like a, a full-size pot panther or a tiger. Yeah. It's one of them. But um, her nan was like... Uh, always winning at the bingo and like that was her lifestyle do you know what I mean she had like oh, um so that's where she got them from yeah so she was always winning stuff and that's the sort of thing that she would win and she loved tigers so she when I say and I'm sure you remember these pictures when I say she had multiple pot tigers in a front room they were everywhere like and then because they're replica size like big <laughs> not quite a tiger size but some of them were like five foot Right, multiple of these around the house. And it's a thing now. Like, when did that happen? That having pot animals was like... Do you know in all these, like, interior design Instagrams? They've all got them, and they're not, they're not working-class people. They're not nouveau-riche people. They're, like, middle-class people who've got these amazing houses, and they turn them around, and they create an Instagram account for the new house. And they've all got, like, gold panthers that are five foot. When did that happen? I don't know. But you can buy them. So that there's this place that, that I... That I absolutely... Buy all your houseware from. Want, yeah, I want to no, get all no, my shit from. That, that stool that's gold with the white, white fake first stool thing. Um, that was from one of those websites. And, like, everything stupid money. Like, but but it looks like all the stuff that we used to see in our, like, grandparents' houses and stuff. But it's like, a, you know, it's like a thing now. But anyway, that's where you, if you wanted to buy a five foot pot tiger that was gold, you would be paying like 600 quid from one of them websites. And there's no way in a million years that the working class people would, were paying 600 quid for a pot dog. <laughs> like, where, where did that happen? Like, how, how did that transition happen and where did it come from? But anyway, as a final thought, I think that's mad. Of all the things of working class culture that have become... It's not gentrified, I don't have the right word for it. But how that became like this fancy thing is beyond me. It's absolutely mental. Do you think, do you think it was a thing that was fancy once and then it didn't go... Then it wasn't fancy? Yeah, like it, it was... It is still fancy to those working class people. It's, yeah, you know, but do you think like, you know, back in the day, like... I don't know, imagine like some like royal residence had some like Charles King Charles Spaniel ceramic dog. Yeah. Because they are, you know, it's like when when you have like fancy estates, they've always got animals carved into shit, aren't they? Yeah. And then, then it became not fancy and now they're trying to make it fancy again. Yeah, but in I feel like they're doing it in a piss take way. Do you know they're what? Not, right. They're not doing it because they genuinely think it's nice, do they? Before we finish, do you know what I don't like what is like um cool interior design which i'm just not into mm. that like weird plaster look like we had that many a times and my mum would start to decorate and then run out of money <laughs> you know like people do their house and then they just leave the plaster bare that's a lot on them like you know these d- design shows in it i don't know what you mean what like just bare plaster like, walls yeah like you know like that kind of pinky peachy plaster oh okay yeah 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 i know what you mean like, like that's, um that's in now like you just leave it and you don't like paint it like terracotta <laughs> yeah but like pale terracotta <laughs> it's not like mediterranean holiday villa terracotta it's like 
we've had the, we've had the plaster as in, and he's told us to let it dry out before we 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 do a primer coat. But then so, they put like a light on a string, and then something like. <laughs> But then it's also like patchy because it is just the bare plaster. I also hate the feeling of bare plaster. It goes through me. But I'm just like, why do you want to live in a house that looks unfinished? Do you know what I mean? Like, Mate, rich people are fucking mad. That that plaster light on a string just absolutely ruined Do you know what me. I mean, though? Like, it looks like a bloody building site, but that's the vibe. And I'm like, how is that one cosy? You put your plug in in that, do you have to get like some weird outdoor plaster, wet plaster scent plug in to, you know, get in the up? <laughs> Do you, know what, do you know what they've not got? They've not got shooting bowls in there. Maybe some nuts and bolts. It's like, oh, we're just in the middle of doing it up. I just don't understand. It's just like, just paint it a colour. I'm not yeah. asking you to put on a, a um, anaglypto wallpaper or some wood chip. You know, I'm not. I'm not taking you right back to the to the house I grew up in. I'm just asking you to paint your fucking wall so it doesn't look like it's this. It's like the luxury. Like you could go into many, many people's social housing, and they've got nothing on their walls, and it's just pl- bare plaster, and people like look at this scruffy house. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's that saying what's okay for some people, or you know, like what like one that's like speaking speaking multiple languages is. Oh yeah, posh what's posh in them? Yeah. yeah. I feel like having a bare plaster wall of what's posh for something. But like, oh, it's cutting edge interior design. I'm like, is it? Or is it like you've just not fucking finished your house? Yeah, you see it all the time on Grand Designs as well. And it, even Kev's not having it, is he? It's like a car park in here. <laughs> yes, I don't want to live in a two-storey car park with some corrugated stairs. So, yeah, I feel like at least with the concrete, they're like, brutalism. Yeah, it's like actual concrete. And I'm like, oh, you're so far up your own house, you've got a concrete house. But when they just like plaster the walls, it's like they're not committed to the car park vibe, but yet they're not. I don't know, it's just this weird like, you can leave, yeah, it literally looks unfinished and that's that's okay, but only okay in certain houses. Yeah, you definitely have a light on a string and what you wouldn't have is a plug-in or a Jack Vetriano edition bit of yeah. art on the wall. Also, like, if, if I stripped all my house down to plaster, it'd just be like, I was a 96 or... Yeah, um, all the pencil things on the wall. When you write on the wall. <laughs> you don't have that because it's freshly plastered. Maybe that, that maybe that's the next thing. You then pay someone to come in and write, like, pretend... Uh, Sarah loves Mark, IDST 1994, you know. Nine, two, six, forever, IDST. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, geez. That's my, that's my latest bugbear. It's the so interior in summary, design uh, version of when people try to look poor, but they've got money. I'm gonna I'm gonna summarise the episode for people that may have switched off midway through. In How dare they? <laughs> in summary, laughing at live, laugh, love is a class issue. Dishwashers are posh. Pot dogs have been gentrified, <laughs> and bare plaster walls is just fuckery. <laughs> and that is live, laugh, love. Poor last episode. Mic drop. Poor last out. Boom. (laughs)